let's let's just break down the top five and then we'll add our each we'll each have like maybe our favorite outside of that that we can think of to maybe yep. add yep. so we'll give you like seven go-to ones yeah to probably listen to <clears throat> if you haven't heard any of these welcome to the guilt grace gratitude podcast featuring peter bell and nick Fulweiler. This is a show about Christian doctrine for everyone from the historic Reformed tradition, delivered by two friends in an unscripted dialogue. Join us as we discuss how the finished work of Jesus Christ changes everything. Are you in the Orange County or Santa Ana area? We are exploring a church plant, Santa Ana Reformed, with the oversight and accountability of Oceanside URC and Reverend Danny Hyde. If you are interested or you know someone who might be interested in the area, please check out our show notes for a link to sign up for updates. Our Twitter or Instagram at guiltgracepod or Santa Ana URC for the same signup link or simply email us at santaannareformed at gmail.com. We begin meetings on October 28th at 6.30 p.m. at 4th Street Market in downtown Santa Ana. Now on with the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another day of fresh grace and mercy at the Guilt Grace Gratitude Podcast. We are having a nice little break in the in the weeks, and we are going to talk about season two. Heck yeah, baby. We're done with season two. Six months, tons of hours, tons of interviews, tons of emails, tons of questions, but it was great. I loved it. I loved every single second of season two. It was literally what it's called spark note seminary. It felt like you're in seminary school with these amazing instructors and theologians and biblical scholars that are giving you a snapshot of information, yeah. of what it's like to be in seminary school, but for the layperson. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's not like it wasn't high language. It wasn't over your head, but it was all the necessary things you, that you need to know. So they took like, five of their courses and then compressed into 30 minutes and just gave it to us. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm just thinking back at how we progressed from season one. And uh, cause I've had some people ask me questions about like, I, I noticed season one, it was just you and Peter talking, yeah. which was great. Um, <laughs> but, but you guys are I boring. Like I want somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah. They get tired of hearing our, <laughs> yeah. our voices. But uh, I think it was like we hit a ceiling of what two individuals, two young guys, can talk about. So we got to the point where we're like we need to challenge ourselves and our audience to be like season one. We got a lot of the fifteen <clears throat> topics we want to talk about. Now we want to get really deep into like yeah. stuff that we feel like we need to bring to the table. Um, yeah. And I think, I think we need to look back and, and know if these 28 episodes for season two, we covered almost every angle. Yeah. I mean, of. there's stuff we could have like gotten deeper on, but if you think of just the breadth of the Bible, we covered, I mean, just about everything in 28 episodes, which is crazy. Yeah. And that brings up uh, something that we'd like to ask the audience. If you feel like, You've been listening to our show. Obviously, you're enjoying it, but there's a topic that we just have yeah. not gotten to that you've been itching and waiting to get. Please, by all means, email us or let oh, us yeah. know because we need ideas too. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're we're open. Uh, we want to know what you guys want to learn. We try to keep our ear to the ground and 
watch Twitter, watch social media, what people are talking about to see, see what we can cover. But yeah, we're, we're all ears. Mm-hmm. You know, what I found <clears throat> cool about how we started season two and how we wrapped it up. We started it in November, the last day of November. Yep. And well, when it was published yeah, with yeah, R. Yeah. Scott Clark on the history of the reformation. So we started like starting with the Ref- reformed church. Yep. Yep. And then we wrapped it up June 7th with the kingdom of God. Heck yeah. Oh, all wraps up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And that was very intentional. We weren't like, Oh, let's just put this at the end. It was very intentional to show you guys, this is how all of this theology, all of this Bible knowledge, how all of this plays into who we are as new creation beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're want to listen to one of these episodes per day in the month of February, if you want to wait until next February, you could listen to one episode a you day. You could every day. Yep. Month. yep. It's not a leap year. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Cool. Um, yeah, let's let's talk about <clears throat> the top five most downloaded, aka listened to episodes from Sparknote Seminary. Yeah, um, let's do it. But but disclaimer: obviously, the ones that were out longer have an advantage of being listened to longer. Yeah. But and the rest of them are just terrible. <laughs> they're all good. <laughs> yeah, they're all good. So we. We, we had a couple options. We're like, you know, we're just going to choose the most downloaded and then a couple of things. But that way it's just easier on us. It's like, we like all of them. So mm-hmm. it's like, who's your favorite kid? It's like, I don't know, 28 of them. <laughs> if you have 28 kids and you know all of their names, that's impressive. <laughs> exactly. Let us know if you have 28 kids. I don't think everybody does, but let us know. Um, I would say... Let's let's just break down the top five, and then we'll add our each. We'll each have like maybe our favorite outside of that that we can think of to maybe yep, add. Yep. So we'll give you like seven go-to ones. Yeah. To probably listen to if you haven't heard any of these. Yeah. So either if you're new to the show and you guys haven't listened to all of season two, or if you want to share this with a friend or with somebody in your family or somebody at the gym or work, whatever it is, and you're like, hey these are the shows you should start with and these are the shows they can start with and kind of let that be their gateway drug into Sparknote Seminary. Yep. Yeah. You could actually do these top seven episodes, you know, for obviously a full week, give, give your friend or family member, (laughs) here's a week's worth of this. And then after that week, if you want more, they got a lot more. Yeah. And I'm sure some people are like, Oh, like, why do you like that show? Or like, what's a good episode? And sometimes it's hard to figure out, Oh, start with this episode. I don't know. But this way, it kind of gives you guys a defined set of, hey, these are the top episodes that everybody else liked. There's These are the ones you guys should start with. And we would talk about all 28, but... It would just be a three-hour show. This show would be like two and a half hours long, and, yeah. and our wives would be like really angry with us. So <laughs> Yeah, so you guys get the top five, and our yeah. wives stay happy with us. Yeah, yeah. Top five plus two bonus ones. Yeah, on yeah. Each. So let's uh, let's start with number five. What's number five? The top, the fifth most listened to Sparknote Seminary episode was Reformed Worship. Nice. By John Payne. Yeah, that one was good. If you guys don't know John Payne, he uh, <coughs> he's the owner of GRN, so the Gospel Reformation Network. He's a pastor, and I think North Carolina PCA pastor. So he's trying to 
trying to kind of reform the church back to, hey, let's let's do the church the way the Bible tells us to do the church, not the way that we want to do the church. Mm-hmm. That one's that one's really good. I mean, I don't know if if you what you got from that episode from talking to Doctor Doctor Payne. We talked a little bit, I think January, and the episode I think published sometime in in February. But so it was a while back. But I mean, if you got anything from that show too, I think it just made it more specific to the audience. A lot of our audience isn't going to a reformed church, and that's yeah. totally cool. But and we appreciate you listening to the show and it just gives you a, a taste of specifically a reformed church, how we do worship service. Yeah. 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 Why it's why we can claim it's biblical and the nuances of it. So yeah. Yeah. a very good one. Yeah. It's a good, uh, good intro. Mm-hmm. So here's the so, audio. Yep. Preaching Christ from wherever you are in scripture, preaching the law and the gospel. And then you, uh, after that, you respond with praise and thanksgiving, and then you come to the Lord's table. And once again, the gospel is being preached. So over and over and over again, like waves on the ocean. Cool. What's, uh, what's number four? Number four is justification by Dr. Michael Horton. Oh, baby. The big <laughs> dog's coming out. Yep. Dr. H. Yeah, he was great. I mean, that was one of like three episodes I can think of where both the person we interviewed and us were either tearing up or on the verge of tearing up in the middle of the episode. Yeah, it towards the end, he just he was explaining justification beautifully. And then he kind of has a a call to us of how we should look at ourselves and how we should look at Christ is really taking our eyes off ourselves and looking towards Christ and it's just a beautiful way of wrapping it up. And um, yeah, it was, it was touching. And you know what I, I tell people that if, if someone's never heard yep. of our show before and I'm just having small talk with them and I need to point them yeah. to the one episode to probably just get them hooked. It would be yeah. this one because yep. it's so crucial and important. It's so gospel filled. Yep. Great assurance. This is this is the one actually I've been most um, most talked to about. So people who don't know me or who know me and know that we have a podcast say, "Hey, I actually sent this one to my friend who's either not a believer or who's struggling." It's the number one most referenced one to to me, even though it's not the most downloaded. It's most, I, I think people most reference. Um, so if you guys want to learn kind of the bare bones basic of the Christian faith and why the Reformation started. Listen to Dr. Horton. Nobody's better doing it than him. Mm -hmm. So here's the audio. I'm forgiven all my sins, past, present, and future. The little ones, the big ones, all of them, all of them are big. They're all of them are an offense against a holy God. They're all forgiven, laid on Christ, imputed to Christ, and his righteousness is imputed to me so that now I know I'm righteous every single moment. I'm righteous when I stand before God on judgment day. Cool. So number three. Number three is Two Kingdoms by David Van Drunen. The the two doctorate man. The, (laughs) hey, let's get my JD and be a professional lawyer. And hey, at the same time, let's get my PhD in theology. And let's let's, uh, help the church understand political theology. I mean, I don't know what else you could say about Dr. Van Drunen other than like a brain walking on sticks. 
Yeah, yeah, I definitely felt like the dumbest guy in the room on that one. But I learned so much because uh, he he is the two kingdom guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's and, the dude. Uh, it's just a great way to to know our place on Earth, like authorities, how to look at our citizens yep, citizenship yep. in whatever country you live in and then your citizenship as god's kingdom yeah yeah it was a it was a great episode understanding um why civil liberties is such a such a big thing for us we had a book club episode not with dr van druden but with dr andrew walker that kind of talked about the same stuff and he was really influenced by dr van druden so if you guys want to learn how to live in two kingdoms how to live in the kingdom of god and how to live in the kingdom of man and how to think politically about this and at church. So, I mean, it's a great episode to listen to about that stuff. And you know what? Huh? The secret is we're already <clears throat> living in the two kingdoms. You don't really have a, you don't really have a choice. You just have to realize no. it. Huh. <laughs> Crazy. You just have to realize it. So yeah. yeah it, it's very edifying. Yeah. So if you guys want a little snippet, here is the audio. Yes, send us out as Christians to do our work, our excellent work in this world, but do so reminding the people of God that, as Hebrews 13 says, here we have no lasting city, mm-hmm. or as Philippians 3 says, our citizenship is in heaven. All right, so we got the, those, those three down. What is number two? Number two is Covenant of Works by Dr. J.V. Fesco. I think this one, this is one of them that shocked us that was in the top five. We were not expecting this one and a couple other ones to be in it, but it described how the law plays into our justification and why if you miss the law and miss the covenant of works and the fact that Jesus accomplished the works for us and gave us that. And that's, I mean, Dr. Van, or Dr. Horton talked about that as well. I mean, it's, it's such a crucial episode. And I think it doesn't surprise us in the fact of, the the value of the episode i think is just the more of the title that that we didn't think a lot of our broad audience would like be like oh covenant of works let me listen to that because <laughs> exactly, it's kind of like, yeah. it doesn't sound really attractive but yeah. it's it's really actually we're pleasantly happy because it's such a beautiful episode we're happy it's been listened to so much because it's it's really helpful on laying the groundwork of uh, the law and the gospel. You yeah, know? yeah, totally. And and you know he I I appreciate how he talked so much about it. Really started in the garden with Adam and Eve. And, yeah, yeah, their you know, failure the, in the garden. Yep. The 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 covenant of works pre fall. Yep. And the covenant of works how we are post fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a good episode. Um, if we miss the covenant of works, our doctrine of justification falters we don't know what we're safe from and what we're safe to but you know what's really cool about that because of the fall grace is introduced yep yeah grace was not pre-fall yeah right there was no grace before the fall right because there were adam and eve were in perfect standing with god they're perfect and their their works were all they needed to do but post-fall the works weren't they weren't able to hit that threshold of perfection. And, and so grace needed to enter the picture. And I'm also thinking like, even the angels in heaven are like, whoa, this new aspect of God called grace is such a neat 
thing that he's doing that they're experiencing for the first time too. Yeah. Let me, let me let our listeners into a secret. You guys have to earn heaven. Do you know that you have to earn heaven? It's either you or somebody who does it for you. And covenant of works carries that it talks about Jesus earned heaven for you. Mm. And is the other part of the secret that you can't, <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah. You can't earn heaven on your own. Yeah. You can't earn heaven on your yeah. own. But it, <laughs> the thing is heaven needs to be earned. It's, it's a it works thing. Yeah. And I think Christians don't know how to view heaven, but it's, it's works. You have to work to get to heaven and we can't do that. So we have a mediator who did. And Dr. Fesco talked all about that. It's, it's a legal thing. And that's why covenants are a legal thing. And actually pointing to season three, if you find, I like that this topic is so well listened to and yeah. liked in our top five, because that just showing me season three is going to be well received. Yep. Yep. So if you guys want a quick little intro, here is the audio. Uh, you know, so in that sense, as you approach the unbeliever, you can say there are things that you get become self-conscious about in terms of your ethical conduct that you feel bad about. Uh, well, how do you think you can deliver yourself? How, how can you be freed from that guilty, that guilty conscience? Do you want to know how you can become free from that, that sense of guilt that you feel over the things that you've done? Last one. Nick, what right. was our most downloaded episode of season two? This one shocked kind of both of us. I, well, uh, originally it shocked us. We did not think this would be number one, but it outpaced everything by a long shot. Yeah. Uh, well, it's about the end of the world. So all millennialism by GK Beale. There you go. I guess everybody wants to know what's going to happen at the end. And GK says the church will still be here. It'll get persecuted. And then Jesus comes back. There you go. <laughs> In a nutshell, you just, <laughs> yeah. just nailed revelation. Right <laughs> yeah, the church will still be here. It might go really bad, but the church will stay. And then Jesus comes back. But Jesus always conquered. Mm-hmm. And it's the already but not yet ism. So ah, meaning non. It yep. doesn't mean that we don't believe in any. Yeah, malaria. correct. Yep. Just that not a literal. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Literal, literal 1,000 years. <clears throat> yep, yep, yep. So, I, I mean, I, I don't think it was incredibly surprising knowing that people are very interested in end times. Yeah, I think especially since the COVID stuff happened, that was talked about all over the place. I think it gave people a lot of hope um, about how to read Revelation. Not in the, oh man, do I have the mark of the beast? Am I still going to make him to heaven? When's the rapture? Did I miss it? And then G.K. Beale lays all of that to rest, talks about the Bible, exegetes it for us and says, hey, this is what Revelation says. Jesus won. We're just waiting for him to come back. Yeah, I would actually be, I was actually more surprised people knew the term all millennialism in the fact that pre-millennialism and post-millennialism are definitely more popular totally talked about yeah and i i follow a lot of uh other christian accounts on like twitter and instagram and yeah. they are heavily pre-mill yep most yep. of them are heavily pre-mill and you know if you're looking at like the left behind series and a lot of these hollywood drama things that are very heavy pre-mill so yep um that that episode i has a lot of parallels with two kingdoms yep it does. 
and probably another episode we're going to mention in a minute. But that is congratulations to our very good friend, Dr. G.K. Beal. He's brilliant. He is the all-mill guy. Yep. And, and you guys get a little treat because we have our top two listened episodes. They're coming back in December to talk about their books that are coming out. So Dr. Fesco and his book, Covenant of Works and Adam, he's coming back in November for a book club. And then Dr. G.K. Beal is coming back on his book on the temple. So you guys get even more of your favorite episodes. He's coming back before Jesus comes back, hopefully. <laughs> I hope, yeah, or, or I hope not. I hope Jesus yeah, comes actually, back before Dr. Beal does. <laughs> hopefully jesus comes back and we don't even have to do it exactly there's no need <laughs> so All if right, you guys well, haven't li- yet listened to that let's uh let's roll the audio uh, that the, the latter days prophesied in the old testament uh in which the kingdom was to come the restoration of israel pouring out of the holy spirit the temple would come um uh a great tribulation would come as well uh, all of these things have been inaugurated and uh, especially spiritually, and then they'll be consummated physically at the end of the world. So the difference between amillennial and premillennial would be that there is a um, uh, there is a millennium. That's not a difference. But uh, amillennialists would say that millennium is spiritual. Premillennialists would say that it is uh, literal. Postmillennialists would believe that. Uh, there will come a time when the majority of the earth will believe and at that point the millennium will occur on an actual literal earth and um then at the uh end of that time christ will come another post he'll come post after the millennium cool so now that we've gotten through our top five i think we had something else that you wanted to do as well to talk about well, I think it's because we don't have time to go through all 28, and we love all 28. They were all brilliant. But just to kind of give you a little extra love on some of the other episodes, because a lot of them that were recently published did not have the chance to get as many downloads, so they didn't make it in the top five, obviously. Yeah. So what, we, what Peter and I thought we'd do is just pick one that popped out to us that we want to just – uh kind of you know showcase right now yeah so nick what was your what was your favorite well i can't say that it was <laughs> or not they're favorite. all my favorite <laughs> yeah yeah I, I don't know what the term would be the one that popped out that i want to show some extra love yeah. to right now would be our season finale kingdom of god with yeah. dr stephen baugh yeah that one's good yeah what'd you like about that one so much and what do you think uh, people just, will get from it um well it's it's a term that gets thrown out there and people don't really know how to take it they're like okay kingdom of god it's got to be harps and babies floating around (laughs) in heaven and and god sitting on a golden throne and and uh probably somewhat interested in heaven but not really kind of oh maybe you mean that's not what the kingdom of heaven is doing his own thing in paradise but it i mean i think it was a good way to biblically he takes verses and he matches explains the covenant of god and the best uh tangible thing i can take away from that episode was communion because Hmm. he talked about how michael horton said it's the new creation that's what it is it's the new creation it's Hmm. the new creation and when you're taking communion and you're drinking the wine that that's 
points towards Jesus's blood, who points towards the covenant of him shedding his blood for us. Yeah. So we could actually have the kingdom of God. Yeah. One of our book clubs coming up is actually on communion, the Lord's Supper and um, Christ to natures. And it actually talks about communion is not Jesus coming down. Communion is actually him bringing us up into new creation, enjoying a meal with him, and then going back to our everyday lives during the week. So it was, yeah, like you said, Dr. Paul was so good on this. Yeah, yeah. That the episode, what I liked, yeah, it was it was very covenant focused. And, yeah. and us reformed people love our covenants. You're gonna find that out. Oh, yeah. So oh yeah. So we are we are more than uh we're kingdom people because he said the covenants yep. point to kingdom. So we're not just covenant people, uh, we're actually us reformed Christians are well, Christians in general really should just be kingdom people. Yeah, yeah, amen to that. So if you guys haven't yet listened to that episode let's play the audio but i would regard that as a good and right thing for christians to do by loving their neighbor as himself Hmm. as long as you don't define it as bringing the kingdom in that's where the problem comes you're not bringing in the kingdom unless you're bringing your neighbor into the kingdom as a citizen through gospel preaching and, and integrated them into the only institution in this age where the kingdom resides and it's the embassy of the kingdom, the church. It's the only institution where you have the power of the kingdom, the power of the age to come, Hebrews six present through the Holy spirit. And that's in the church nowhere else cool so that was that was your favorite episode my my favorite episode that i think kind of distinguishes reformed theology gives you a good understanding of kind of the whole of it was dr van dixhorn on westminster standards and if you guys know who dr van dixhorn is like he's mr westminster standards it's like Mm -hmm. i think i he's i don't know if he's got them like all memorized you just ask him hey what's number 40 and he'll just like pop them off for you I'm sure that's what he does. He's just a walking dictionary. We got the guy that yeah, knew. We, like... <laughs> he was the one when we told people, like, oh, who do you guys have on? We said we had Dr. Van Dixward. Like, how on earth did you get Dr. Van Dixward? <laughs> I was just like, I emailed his assistant. <laughs> I asked him if he wanted to come on. And he was yeah. super gracious with his time. But it was, and then, I mean, if you, if you remember this too, at the end, he prayed. And oh my gosh. Mm. Do you remember that prayer? He prayed mm-hmm. through what his wife yeah, was, was writing on the Westminster Standards on question one. It was so good. Yeah. Well, and that nails it, Peter, because it's the Westminster Standards help you on prayer. Yeah, totally. So if you guys haven't listened to that one, that's one of our earlier episodes, too. It's number six. So if you guys want to listen to that one, um, go check that out. And then here is the intro audio for that one as well. So the confession kind of walks you through not just the history of redemption, but but our own histories. It answers the questions that arise uh, in the Christian life and, and, and when you're seeking to know Christ. And it does so in a kind of marvelous way. All right. So we got our top seven. If you guys want to kind of dive into our, our podcast, we have like 100 plus episodes out already. So you're like, oh, man, you guys have a lot of episodes. Where do I even start? I think it's probably best to start from those seven and then kind of branch out from there. Listen For to sure. all of them, but start with those. I like start with those seven. 
Yep. Yeah. What What next? What do we got to talk about? I mean, we could <clears throat> keep talking about SparkNote Seminar. We could forever. To say. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, just listen to it. Tell your friends, tell your family, workmates, gym people, like whatever it is, just let them know about it. That's It's not for us. It's, we want to lift up the gospel, the complete work of Christ. And we think that these 28 episodes, we think it does it pretty comprehensively. So if you guys want to learn more about the faith, listen to these episodes, give it to your friends, whatever. Um, we just want to help build up the church. We want to help yeah. build up. And, and if somebody comes to faith, then that's awesome too. Yeah. And, and um, a comment that I don't think many people will care about, but I'll say it anyway. <laughs> if people are trying to distinguish <laughs> between, because it can get confusing because we're throwing all these episodes out yeah. there. We do a lot of book clubs and yep. it's kind of, it's separate, even though yep. there's three episodes in Sparknote Seminary that are yeah. technically also a book club episode. I mean, they get Tom Schreiner's Hebrews, which is brilliant. And then you got uh Stephen Wellum on Person of Christ. Uh, um, the Person of Christ by Stephen Wellum. And then Lockett on General Epistles. And then the Attributes of God by Gerald Bray. Oh, that's right. So we have four. But I I mean, those are kind of dual episodes, but book clubs kind of got a separate, more specific mission of promoting books. We're still doing that. It's an ongoing season, but just so you know, if you guys follow us on social media, those brilliant looking like painting looking artwork logos we have for our episodes, those are for primarily Sparknote Seminary. Yep. yep. And, and, and shout out to your wife. So I think she like does those, right? <laughs> she does do those. Yep. <laughs> She doesn't paint them. She's not the artist. No, she doesn't. She just <laughs> sketches them, outlines them. I think we've gotten an email from somebody who's like, that's brilliant. And we're like, well, we can't take any credit, credit for yeah. actually painting that picture. Sorry. Yeah, but exactly. We, she's gone through a lot of hard work at getting that for you guys. But uh, the book club episodes are obvious. There's just a picture of the book. So, yeah. And shout out to your wife, because your wife is the one who does our intros. Oh, the secret is broken. She's not going to listen to this episode. <laughs> even know yeah. People know. <laughs> yeah, I've had, I've had people tell me, who's that young girl who introduces your podcast? I love her voice. It was like, that means you don't like ours. I I really, here's the secret. I don't like my voice. You know, I, do I. I don't like my voice either. Yeah. I don't think anybody likes their voice. Mine sounds weird and raspy and I, I don't know. But yeah, hers is very. Yours does sound weird, weird and raspy. I was going to tell you that. <laughs> You sound like you need to clear your throat a lot, but <laughs> but uh, no, hers is very soft and angelic, and uh, so I'll have soft to and angelic. Reminding, yeah, I'll have to keep reminding myself about that voice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, when she tells you to do something, like, oh man, you have a soft and angelic voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just think of the intro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> cool. So that was season two. Season three starts next freaking week. So you guys, oh, yeah. you guys get to see 28 chapters of the <coughs> recent covenant theology book by RTS published by Crossway. So shout out to Crossway for hooking us up with a book and giving us a giveaway copy for the book too. Um, we're going to be going through that chapter by chapter, breaking it down. We'll be partnering up with other podcasters to go through some of them. We'll be partnering up with some of the professors to go through some of them, some pastors. So we just want to bring as many people on as possible to explain covenant theology 
And it's going to be called Promises and Fulfillment. And that way, kind of your average person knows, oh, this is what a covenant is. Yeah. Yeah, we bounced around that idea. We're like, should we just call it the name of the book, which is good enough. But we this we wanted to call Promises and Fulfillment to make it even more accessible to the broader audience where they're like, what is even a covenant? And we're trying to describe the definition in our title. Yeah. Yep. So um, I'm super stoked about this season. I think it's going to be great. And each chapter is like, what, 20 pages, if that? Mm -hmm. They're super short, so they're really easy to get into. Yeah, you'll write it in probably 10 minutes. It'll probably take me like a (laughs) week, but you know. Um, But I think what's what's really cool is our friendship with crossway we've yeah. been really blessed and lucky i mean this this is a major powerhouse publishing company it's we're crazy still- they're like oh let's partner with you we're like okay yeah i mean these guys have done some brilliant work for the kingdom of god and and our faith in the world for publications and um that this 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 book like you said every chapter is a different author we're not going to have every single episode which is every single chapter to have that author on Uh, if we could we would but that's just unrealistic management of time we wouldn't be able to do it we will we promise we'll get we'll get some of them on yep Um, some who've already been on our show you guys will see during season three yeah and we're we're we got that relationship going so we hope it's easy to book and then we got some Local people we know, some other podcasts we're friends with. We haven't officially booked anything, so hopefully I'm not trying to uh, <laughs> yeah. promise. But we're, we got good feelings that yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get some and just some different will, voices that we can introduce you guys to. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not gonna. There were some people that really liked our season one, so there is gonna be people that are gonna hear just me and you, maybe like go back and forth and banter about uh, a chapter that might yeah. be a little easier to grasp. And then, then like that song says, you get a little help with some friends <laughs> on the ones that we need help with. Exactly. And it's, I think that's just going to be, it's going to be cool too. Cause it's going to be both of you guys just like listening to us. You'll get a couple episodes that are just us. If you guys like listening to us interview, you guys will have a couple interviews and then also just some new voices that you guys may not have heard of before. So I think that's a good mix of all of those different ways of doing a podcast. Yeah. Cool. So, so that's that's the first two things. We have we have one more big announcement that I don't I don't think anybody knows besides us and like a couple other people. But we are technically me, but Nick and mm-hmm. I and then a couple other people, we're we're planning a church in Santa Ana in 2022. So mark your calendars. June of 2022 is about the date that we have picked out. There's still a lot of preparation that we have to do. Uh, once I graduate, we're doing some Bible studies. We'll let you guys know about. So we're hoping that this podcast can kind of introduce to a lot of people. And you guys can email us. Mm-hmm. We'll have an email for you guys to email us out of. But we want to see you here. Uh, if you guys are in the Orange County area, if you guys know people in the Orange County area, if you guys are moving to the Orange County area, whatever it is, share this. We'll have a separate post on Tuesday. So this is going to come out on Monday on the 14th. We'll have a separate post on Tuesday, the 15th, talking about the church specifically. So a little bit more detail. If you guys can retweet that, repost that, tell your friends, family, workmates, whatever it is. This is the first reformed church in 26 years in Santa Ana. 
Wow. Yeah. yeah. There's no reformed church in Santa Ana. 350,000 people, not a single reformed church in the city. And that that's that's 350,000 people proper. So the outside cities, and Santa Ana is pretty widespread, but the outside cities like Anaheim and Irvine, Orange, yep. you know, if you're from this area, you're like, duh, I already know this. But <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. moving to the area, you know, we're in between LA and San Diego. It's the best weather in the country. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we're trying to sell it. So yeah, I graduate from Westminster next year. Um, it'll be a URC church probably, but that could change, but it's going to be a reformed church. So if you guys are looking for a reformed church, if you guys don't belong to a reformed church, you guys want to learn about more, more of a reformed church, let us know, reach out to us. We'll set up an email. Uh, we want to hear from you guys and, and how this podcast informs, because this podcast should always inform and should push you towards the church. <clears throat> Have you gotten many questions from people, you know, that ask, within the Nate Park churches, uh, I, I might have just lost some people. Like, what the heck? What, what's <laughs> going with that? Uh, what the difference between all, because they're like, hey, you say you're a Reformed church, and then you say you're a Presbyterian church, and then you're a URC, and then an OPC. And a, I, I totally get it. A lot of people are totally, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't get don't get discouraged by these acronyms. Focus on Jesus. Yeah. And then just, um, you know, just give patience for this understanding. But could you, just since you're on this topic, could you describe to somebody like what is a URC, what's an OPC, and for the heck of it, what's a PCA? Yeah, I mean, all these are different acronyms for various churches found in different parts of the world. So if you go URC, you're thinking um, Dutch, you're thinking from Europe in a different area, if you're thinking OPC, that was founded in America, primarily um, the eastern part of America. So uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey is about where it was really founded. Then it went to the South. Machen. Yeah, Machen, if you guys listen to that episode, he was the LPC founder. <clears throat> PCA is the Southern Presbyterians. They were founded you know, in the Southern states. Um, there's not like that much difference. It just tends to be like a slight ethnic difference between these churches. So you'll get predominantly this area. So Southern um, United States, you'll get predominantly PCA if they're Presbyterian. If you get Northern, again, you get predominantly OPC. PCA is like 10 times larger than any other church in Park. So there's just a lot more churches than those. Um, so there's a little bit more variation. There's KP, KPCA, which is the Korean Presbyterian Church of America. There's the Canadian Reformed Churches. There's the RPCNA, which is only psalm singing. So there's just a bunch of different nuances. If you... If you find one of these churches in a park, you're going to probably find a good church. Yeah. To put it super simply, <clears throat> we can go nuances and stuff and there are nuances, but find yourself a church in a park. One of those churches, if there's like 1500, you're going to find a good church. Yeah. Well, so, that's why I like a park because it groups all these denominations, which, you know, we'll be honest aren't that big. And so all collectively, they can stand shoulder to shoulder. They can be uh, the collective group of the yeah. North American Presbyterian Reformed Churches, which are really confessionally Reformed Presbyterian churches. Yep. So yeah, just to recap, if you guys are looking for a Reformed Church, either will be, and we'll let details know as we know them, either will be in downtown Santa Ana, 
Um, so off the 55 and the five in that area, no, 22 and the five in that area, or we'll be closer to like Costa Mesa, um, South Coast Plaza, if you guys are in that area. Those are the two kind of areas we're looking at. Talking to a couple other church planters who are going to Santa Ana. We won't shout them out yet until those are absolutely confirmed, but we're going to have some cool partnerships with a couple other churches in the area. Uh, we already know the podcasters too. Um, but yeah, get excited. Again, if you guys are interested in a church in this area, if you guys know people in the area, let your friends and family know. If you guys love our podcast, we really hope that you like the church too. Um, taking Reformed theology and putting it in the church. Gospel preaching every week. Um, Bible throughout the service. We sing the Psalms. We sing hymns. Uh, we just want to show Jesus' accomplished work and how that how that plays out day to day. And we worship the way the Bible prescribes yep. it to be worshipped. Yeah, and it can look weird sometimes, but I, it's like it truly is like the most beautiful experience I've ever had in church where you worship the Bible the way the Bible tells you to worship. I can't describe just how beautiful it is. We don't need a... 15 minute jam session <laughs> electric guitar solo yeah. or anything which Even like it feels good emotionally but it's like it's so cool when you have the bible throughout an hour and 15 minute service yeah right so yeah cool well that's I our that's our recap i don't know what else to do well <clears throat> going back to book club we're gonna keep doing that oh yeah and um it, it's we've um we've been reading a lot of books and so we're gonna while the covenant while season three is going on we're gonna still be doing book clubs yep yeah so when this episode comes out you guys have three days until another big dog comes on dr michael kruger oh big dog kruger big dog kruger <laughs> i love that guy that guy if you guys listen to the episode uh i i i kind of wanted to let let him know while we're airing that yeah. He was personally my goal. Like I was like, we got to get him on because start listening to RTS free lectures before this podcast became a thing and fell in love with the, the reformed type of um, theology and just apologetics with biblical muscle on it. And, and he's the guy, I mean, he's the guy. And so I was like, um, I, it's just amazing. I was like a year to the day, I think it was like we recorded him and mm -hmm. it's kind of cool to see God working through this stuff that I never thought in a million years we'd get him on to do that. And, um, so yeah, that book is great. Um, he's so, also written a chapter in, uh, the covenant theology book. Yep. So we're hoping to have him on for that one too. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this is some good stuff and we have even better like all we're trying to do is just trying to bring out the best in reform theologies we're always trying to get the best authors the best interviewers and always bringing them and not just to like stay academic but it's to give your average person in the pew what on earth is this reform theology that you guys talk about as we're just trying to get the best and bring them on so that yeah. they can tell you yeah so, why why is it so important to to go the extra mile and learn this stuff. Well, if you want to have a relationship with Jesus, because he wants to have a relationship with you, like with anybody that you have a relationship with, you want to get to know them more. You want to spend more time with them. You want to yeah. read their letters they write to you. Yep. 
God, God, God talks to us through the Bible, through the Bible. That's all you need is the Bible. That's how he talks to us. And we talk to him through prayers and the church. Yep. So I hope you guys enjoy season two. Like I said, we got so much more planned. That's, that is literally the tip of the iceberg season two. There's so much more to go through. We're excited to partner with these guys. There's more <coughs> partnerships that we have um, with other podcasters. There's more interviews that we have coming out with other podcasters. So we hope you guys enjoy all this stuff. Please let us know if this has been helpful for you in any way. Um, yeah, let us know what your favorite episode for season two was. Uh, let us know what you're looking forward to, what you want to learn in season two. And if you guys are interested, know people who are interested in the church in Santa Ana, let us know. Cool. So we will see you guys next week for season three. Yep. First episode. Chapter Promise, one. Promises and fulfillment. Chapter one. We will see you guys next week. Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed that episode of our podcast, Guilt, Grace, Gratitude. And we, as we've said before, we are bridging the gap to reformed Christian theology for your listening pleasure. So we would like to make sure this is enjoyed by others around the world and how to best do that is rate and review us on itunes yeah and you after you rate a review or instead of written review or doing everything all in once retweeting us on twitter liking us on twitter liking us on instagram following us on both of those platforms because that actually puts in front of people's physical face this podcast these guests and most importantly the gospel the doctrines uh, that these guests are, are bringing in front of you guys. So please do that. It helps get in front of more people. Amen. And hopefully you guys are part of a local church and you're tithing. And uh, after that, after tithing, if you have any means left over, please consider donating to us to make sure our bridge is well paved and maintained and strong and sturdy. As again, we bridge the gap to reform Christian <laughs> theology. Exactly. Yeah. And you guys can find that link on Anchor, our official Anchor website. If you just go on um, our social media links, it'll, it'll link you to that website. It's also at the bottom of these this podcast show notes. If you're on this podcast, this specific episode, scroll all the way to the bottom of that show notes and you guys will find a link for this or three different options of donating. So we hope you guys can help us bridge the gap, pay for shipping, get nicer stuff, all for the focus of spreading the gospel further. Yep. All for the kingdom of God. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>